Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey, Mama. Welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. Recently, I asked some friends, what are some things that you want to hear in the podcast? And this one I knew right away was something that I had to talk about. I am in a very busy season with my kids. And let's be real, every season feels busy in its own way. When you've got toddlers and babies, it's busy in that you are constantly 100% caretaking for your kids, right? Like they are not independent. They cannot get themselves dressed. They can't get themselves snacks or, you know, if you're breastfeeding your baby, like you are the snack. In this season of life that I'm in now, it's just a different busy than that, right? Like every season of motherhood has its hardships and its beauty, and it's the same for busyness. So the stage of life that I'm in right now of busyness is that my kids are in things and I'm a chauffeur. And also they're all school-aged, and so getting them to and from school, from to and from appointments, to and from friends' houses, to and from church activities, to and from sports, etc., etc. And I will also say that I always used to be that mom who said, I'm not going to be that mom who's constantly taking her kids to and from things. And I'll tell you what, you don't know what you don't know. And when you have multiple kids, I came to realize real quickly, if they have one to two things each, typically at some point, those things are going to be one to two times a week. I mean, do the math on that. It doesn't take long for things to add up. And then you add in things like therapy and doctor's appointments, OT. I mean, it it comes to be a lot, right? So managing that schedule as a mom is, is a lot, just like figuring it all out, right? But then on top of it, you are chauffeuring and trying to figure out how you're going to be in multiple places at once because this kid has to be in a certain place at the same time as another kid and they're in complete opposite directions. You have to figure out what is everybody going to eat for dinner? And then of course, like there's that whole self-care thing, resting, uh, taking care of yourself, important. There's the household management as far as I need to have a clean house at some point. Like it can be a mess sometimes, uh, but dishes need to be done and laundry needs to be done and eventually vacuuming needs to happen and the toilets need to be scrubbed. So you're managing that whole side of things. Then things get thrown for a loop and you might have a sick kid. And and then on top of that, maybe you do some work. Maybe you are a work outside of the home mom. Maybe you're a work at home mom. Maybe you work part-time, full-time. Maybe you do volunteering. Like for me, I do a lot of volunteering and that takes up a handful of my time each week when the kids are gone, especially. And I have meetings for my volunteer things at church and with our soccer board. Oh, and like, let's not forget that our marriage is important. (laughs) And we need to put in time and energy and effort into 
keeping our marriage strong and our love strong with our husbands. I'm not even covering all of it, I know. But when it comes down to it, that's the season I'm in. It's just, it's busy. And so managing everybody's schedules, how do I stay sane? How do I feel balanced? And I will tell you straight up, you don't always feel balanced. No matter what season of busy you're in, letting go of feeling balanced is a great step one. Just knowing that it ebbs and flows, okay? So just as always, grace upon grace upon grace. But I am gonna give you some just real tools, tips to be able to work into your life that will hopefully help you feel like you're managing it a little bit more sustainably and that you feel a little bit more sane when you can put some of these things into place. First and foremost, a simple thing that has helped me is meal planning. And I know that's boring and seems silly, It has been a really nice tool for me because I don't necessarily love to cook. And my husband took a new job this past spring that took him to his workplace is about 20 minutes away, where he used to be two minutes away from home. Like he worked in town. And although it's been an incredible shift and the new job has just been absolutely wonderful in so many ways, he isn't home as often to do the cooking. And he loves to cook. He is the number one cook in our house. But I have taken on that responsibility a little bit more since he's been working a little bit further away from home, partly because just something that I can take off his plate once in a while. It's also to do with our schedules. Like when we have busy things happening, when you plan the meal in advance and you look at that in advance, it helps you to not be like panicky when it comes time to mid to late afternoon when you're like, how am I getting everybody here, there, in the other place? And I have to cook supper and okay, we're having cereal again. And there's nothing wrong with doing that once in a while, but you don't wanna do that all the time. Like you don't wanna feel panicky when it comes to mealtime. That's one thing that you can kind of take off your plate for the week a little bit. And this is just something for me, like figuring out what to have for dinner stresses me out and also, By the time I get to dinner time, I'm probably pretty decision fatigued, especially if it's in the summer or the kids have been home all day. Not quite as much if I'm home, you know, I have that time where the kids are all at school, but I'm decision fatigued and I do not want to decide what's for dinner at that point. And so every weekend, typically on Sunday, sometimes on Saturday, if I'm ahead of things, uh, I will just sit down and I'll look at the week. I'm a paper and pencil kind of gal, so I can't even give you an app that I use but I just have a blank calendar and I will write, I don't write lunches down because that doesn't stress me out. We typically do leftovers for lunch or mac and cheese or or whatever, but dinners is, is kind of the stressful part for me. So anyway, I plan out about five to six meals for the week. And that way I have an idea of what we're doing. Like it doesn't always necessarily go exactly the way I plan like last night, I had a meal planned and I just didn't want to cook and my husband didn't really want to cook. So leftovers it was, and that's okay. But then I just take that meal and shift it to next week or, or later this week or whatever. Anyway, I will plan out the meals based on what our, our calendar looks like. So if we have a night, like Tuesdays for us is a crock pot night because at the beginning of the school year, one of my daughters had soccer practice. At the same time, one of my other daughters had ballet and they were in opposite directions and we got home at different times. And so crock potting is just really helpful for us so that like we can just 
the meal's there. Nobody has to heat it up. The other day, I made a bacon cheeseburger soup in the crock pot, and then I was driving for ballet, and so when my husband had gotten home from work, he and the big girls ate dinner, and then when Carmen and I got home from ballet, we had dinner before bedtime, and because we leave too early, to, ha I don't want to have like a 4.30 dinner all the time. So we had a late dinner that night, and, and so I can plan ahead then. What nights do I need to have? What meal? Do we need to just have leftovers one night? Making enough of things so that there are some leftovers in the fridge. And then once I've kind of mentally planned out and you know written it down on paper, what our meals are gonna look like for the week, then I get my grocery order in place. So as I'm meal planning, I'm also putting things into my app to do my grocery pickup order. And I typically schedule that then for Monday or Tuesday at the latest so that I can grab the food that I need for the week. And then this has just been a recent, I will tell you that too. At the beginning of the school year, I was going grocery shopping. And honestly, it has been a lifesaver for me in two ways to get back to grocery pickup. Number one, it's a huge time saver, a huge time saver. And number two, it's a budget saver. I found, I, I really started added again in October. And I found I stuck to my budget way more, way more easily than when I would just go grocery shopping. Because when you go grocery shopping, it's easy to just throw things in your cart. And I'm also finding that we don't have as much in the pantry and in the fridge that get wasted. So that's also really nice because I hate wasting food too. Long story short, meal plan, grocery order. That is a good start for your week to help you feel a little bit more sane, okay? Number two is you need to learn to ask for help. If you need help dropping off or picking up kids, ask for help. You cannot be in two places at once. I will never forget, it was May 2021. I knew this was coming up. I had three girls who needed to be in three different places at once. And I was like, I got this, I'll figure it out. Shit crazy. I did not figure it out. I did not figure it out on my own. Anyway, I found out real, real fast that asking others for help is necessary. It takes a village and I know the mamas that have helped me out and even a couple of dads have been so gracious to be willing to do that. And I've helped them out too because we're all in a bind sometimes. And so to have that village to just ask for help when you need it. And then this third one is going to be a little bit more uh, tough love for you. So we all have 24 hours in a day. And how do you think about that 24 hours? Is it in your mindset that it's not enough time? And if it is, then you need to start shifting that, right? Because how we think about time matters. And some days I do look at my to-do list and I'm like overwhelmed. I get it. I totally get it. I'm not condemning you here because I'm tough loving myself sometimes. And then other days, I look at time as a little bit more of a positive thing, right? Like, I have this much time to get stuff done today. At the beginning of the school year, I framed it in my head. I only have five and a half hours by myself while the kids are gone. And then I reframed it. I have five and a half hours to get stuff done by myself while the kids are at school. You can hear the shift in my voice. So change your mindset around your time if you need to. And I'm going to challenge you with this. Think about the things 
that you can eliminate. Easier said than done, but I'm going to call you out and ask you to be real with me. How much time do you waste on social media? How many episodes of TV do you watch a day? I'm just saying. I know you can better time manage your life, but you have to be willing to make it happen. You have to be willing to cut some of the crap. And my husband and I were talking about it the other night when this this friend of mine had, had talked to me about this because we do lead a really busy lifestyle. And some people look at us and they're like, oh my gosh, you guys are always running. And yet, we also have really great time together as our family. And we have really great time together as a couple and just a really great relationship within our family dynamic. And so we've made it work. We have put systems into our life that have worked for us. And part of that has been to cut certain things out. Part of that has been being incredibly intentional about the time we have. So if my husband and I only get an hour night before I go to bed after the kids have gone to bed and we don't get home till 8.15 from church because we had journey of faith or we had whatever, we might cut bedtime short and bedtime might consist of prayers, hugs, and kisses and not reading because we are intentional about our time. And then other nights, maybe we need that family time. And so we do sit and read and we take away from our marriage time together at night. You just have to decide, like, be on the same page as a couple, what that looks like for you. Where do you need to cut things in order to feel more sane, more balanced, if you will? If you aren't really sure what to cut because you feel like, well, I can't can't cut anything, you know, like I'm I'm doing the best I can and I get that. But I'm also going to just challenge you that there are things that you can cut. There are. Um, And it might be things that you think are positive, like, Could you spend less time on house projects or on chores? Things that, yeah, you want to get done, but is that helping your situation in this moment? If you feel like you are in this place, then maybe think about keeping a time journal for yourself for the next week and write down what you do and how long you do it. And then you can go back and track and say, wow, I spend a lot more time just scrolling than I thought, or I spend a lot more time cleaning the kitchen than I thought. And there's gotta be some give and take. I know for some of you, TV is your thing. Like that's your release. And I'm not faulting you because for me, it's books. It's not TV for me. And so (laughs) I get it, but to a different degree. Like I could sit and read a book all day long, all day long, but I don't. In the same way that do you binge watch TV every night? Because that time could be spent with the TV off and having a conversation with your husband, playing a game or whatever it might be. So if you want to feel sane and balanced, remember that it's just about grace. Like it's never going to feel perfect. And remember that you can ask for help. Meal planning helps me a ton. Grocery pickup. And then... When you figure out like where are things that you can cut in your schedule that will help with that lack of balance because then all of a sudden 
there might be more family time or there might be more time for you to even just sit down and manage your schedule for the week. And how are we going to get kids to and from? And I'm also going to say this, one last piece of tough love here. You need to have an open communication channel with your husband around your calendars, around your schedule. And do you need help? I actually told my husband the other night, uh, we were talking about how I feel like, and this has nothing to do with him, I feel like my my role, part of my role as the mom in the house, as the stay-at-home mom in the house, is that I need to manage the schedules and I need to get the kids to places and from places. And there is guilt associated for me when I have to ask him for help picking up a kid or dropping a kid off or whatever. Again, I even told him, like, no fault on your own. You don't ever make me feel bad about that stuff. Uh, We were just kind of talking the differences about between men and women, right? And he was like, okay, I can kind of get that because I mowed the lawn the other day for him and did some yard work. And I've taken up a lot more of those responsibilities outside where that used to be his thing. But it was just something that I he's needed help with lately just time-wise. Again, open communication. But anyway, he was like, okay, so I can relate to that because like, you don't make me feel bad that you mowed the lawn, but I feel like it should be my role. So I get it. So anyway, even just having that conversation for us, because we, okay, so we were talking about having open communication and telling the other person, what do you need, right? Like, do you want to cook tonight or do you want me to? And he'll ask me, he'll always ask me, like, what's your preference? And it's not so that I have to make the decision. It's just that he literally wants to know my preference. Like, do I prefer to cook? Because he, he, you know, and then he'll say, like, this is my preference. And if we don't match up, then we'll figure it out. And if we do match up, great. That leaves no room for error. If you assume that your husband should know that you want help with a scheduling thing, like getting a kid to a certain place or picking them up or he needs to be home so you can get to a meeting. If you don't tell him, he won't know. And you cannot be mad at him for that. And I just put myself on a soapbox and I'm going after it because I'm very passionate about strong marriages and having strong marriages and having open communication Even if that means you disagree, the more that you can civilly disagree, the more that you can communicate, the better everything else gets, the easier the disagreements get. You can figure out, okay, well, I'm going to just do it this time. I'll figure it out, right? Like a couple weeks ago, I was driving to children's choir and I didn't have to bring the littlest. She's not in children's choir. But then my husband wanted to meet a friend for a beer. And he never goes out to meet friends for a beer. And part of me at first was like, I'm so annoyed. (laughs) I don't want to bring Carmen and I wanted to work. And then I was like, you know what? That's not fair. And I told him later that night, like, I almost said to you, don't go. But when I responded to him and I said, I'll figure it out, right? Like, sometimes we have to sacrifice. I said, Go, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll I'll bring Carmen. He said to me, you are the best wife ever. I'm so grateful for you. Instead, sometimes those sacrifices, those little things are worth it. But just being in communication, you know, I told him, like, I didn't want to, but I knew you needed to get out. And so I did it. Like, 
open communication is so big. I cannot stress it enough. Make sure that you and your husband are on the same page. My husband and I share a a Google Calendar, like our phones sync up. I don't have all of his work stuff on my phone anymore because he no longer has night meetings where he used to. So all of his work stuff was on my phone. But anyway, so he knows that like tonight I have a meeting at church and that the girls have children's choir. I'll know if he has something scheduled on his calendar. That way there's no room for miscommunication as far as like who has what on the calendars. I put all of the kids' stuff on that calendar, all of my stuff. He puts all of his stuff in there, everything. So that we kind of know what's coming. We can look ahead in the week and we can plan accordingly. Like, Like this week, the week I'm recording this was a really busy week. And the first week of the month is typically a really busy one for us. And so we have to be then more intentional about having time together. So I went on a big rant about that, but as you can see, this is something that we've worked really hard on um, here in my family between my husband and I to make sure that there is time for family and there is time for kids to do activities and sports and to be with their friends and that we each have time together and separate, but even like every day. At some point in the day, we'll, one of us will say to the other, what should we do tonight? And even if it's like tonight I have a meeting, I won't be home till 8.15, I want to hang out with him because the past couple nights I have not been mentally well. And so we haven't really, it's just been kind of a mentally, <laughs> mental struggle over here lately. And so anyway, I'm feeling good today. He's feeling good today. We want to hang out and have intentional time together. And so I might stay up a little bit later. But like last night before I went to teach at the church um, for religious ed classes, he was like, do you want to hang out when you get home? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> like if it were my decision right now, I would go to bed and it was like six o'clock. And I was like, so can I just, can we just like wing it? And when I get home, see how I feel. And then when I got home, like I knew this was going to happen. Being with those kids energizes me. Um, I also needed to vent about our daughter, but you know, <laughs> That aside, open communication. You can feel more sane leading a busy life as a busy mom. Another thing that you can think about is if you feel like you can't do this on your own, find a coach. I have my habit program that you can come in and I can work with you on these habits. I'm sure there are plenty of other people if you need specific things, like do you need a coach for the kitchen? Like, do you need somebody to help you manage the meals and everything? Like, well, that's part of my program too. I can help you. All of all of habit type things are my specialty, but I'm, not, I'm saying I'm not the only one. Like, I am not the only one. And if you feel like you can't do it on your own, find a coach. And I'm telling you, accountability makes a huge difference. So if you don't want to find a coach and pay a coach, Find a friend who's going to do it with you. Like, I'm going to meal plan every week. Can you keep me accountable? Hold me accountable. I'll send you my meal plan every Sunday or my whatever. Do what you got to do to make it happen. And I'm also going to say, as a habit coach, that this will not all fall into place overnight, right? So if you were going to start somewhere, oh, this is tough, actually, I really want to say the meal planning and the grocery order pickup. Pickup order? 
Order pickup? Pickup order. Grocery pickup order. It shouldn't be that complicated. I don't know what order that goes in. But um, oh, I actually, I feel like you should really think about like, what can you eliminate? What can you eliminate and replace with some intentional time? And maybe that's, I'm going to put my phone down on Sundays for an hour. I'm going to turn the TV off for an hour. I'm going to put my book down for an hour. I'm going to leave the mess for an hour. And then be intentional with that time. Whatever you feel like you need. Do you need rest? Do you need family time? Do you need a meal plan? Your life looks different than mine. So you've got to decide what's going to be helpful for you. And again... I'm always here cheering you on. And this tough love that I gave you today is just that. It's love. Because I know that you can do it. I know that moms can feel busy yet joyful. Busy yet sane. Not all the time. But overall, right? Like it's it's a long haul. It's a marathon. It's not a 5K race. It's a marathon that we are running And so putting these habits into your life will help you in the long haul to find more joy, balance, peace among the chaos. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.